1: Welcome to Change Already. I have to give a shout-out to my Catholic friends. Um, Congratulations. They literally, in the last hour, named their newest pope to replace the one that recently retired from that position. You know, I was thinking about it, and I love these kind of spiritual events. I can't take my eyes off it, but I just felt like... It was something that we should all be watching because in a world where progress sometimes means leaving that old and archaic rituals behind, it's reassuring at some level in my soul to see that not all sacred methods have been abandoned for the latest and greatest craze that may appeal to the masses. You know, but sometimes the newest and greatest may not always be a better thing for people in society. So the Catholic Church in particular has been able to supersede their outside pressures to change and do something different, but they've been able to keep their sacred papal traditions of the conclave alive and elect their newest leader in the tried and true manner that they've been doing for centuries. It's pretty cool. I hope that you followed along with it because those are such monumental things in a per- person's life. Whether you're Catholic or non-Catholic, it's just reassuring to watch these good old-fashioned values stay up above the threshold of change. And they even had the paper ballots, and I'm sure they had off off-counter discussions of faith in particular. So kudos to the Catholic friends of mine, and it's a good example of how one needs to stay true to things that are sacred in our house. If you've been following along the last couple weeks in the show, I've been highlighting certain artists that I know and that I'm acquainted with over the years in a series that I've been calling Soulful Songwriters. You know, even though their music is their livelihood, it was something else that triggered me inside that I wanted to put this group together. And I found out that there were some cohesive things that threads that had a commonalities through all of their music. And it was their openness to their soulful connection, their spirit, their soul talking through their music and their great ability to transform their empathic visions and to capture that for the rest of us through their creative original music. I like how each one of us draw each one of our hearts into their intimate inner world that only happens within their head, but yet they're able to transpose this spirituality in their creative empathic thought through these three organic elements, into music. I honor that, and I do it through words, but they're able to do it through lyrics and words. And if you haven't had a chance to listen, please catch up and come with us on this great series. You can find the blog archive shows at Blog Talk Radio at Change Already, or you can find it at my website, Mossbackman or ImaginePublicity.com. You know, as I started unfolding this series, I started seeing patterns, commonalities through all these talented people. And most of them found their talents at a relatively young age. And I'm including my guest this week, Mariah Banagi, as a part of one of these songwriters that I have coined songwriters of the future. Let me tell you a little bit about Mariah before we hear an original track from him. He started like the rest of those authors and musicians that I've had in the last couple weeks. He started playing the trumpet when he was in fifth grade, and then he moved over to guitar around eighth grade, and he's been writing his original music ever since. His first experience in the record studio came very early with a local band that he put together with some other friends and produced his first CD with my first guest that I had, Jay Craigs. I have to say, it was pretty good. <laughs> I am pretty close with Mariah. I consider him a part of my family. So I was able to watch Mariah grow and listen to his music almost every day in my house when he was growing off. And when he went off to college, I kind of missed that music, but he's been earning his degree. But throughout that whole time that he's been in college, the music bug has just kind of stayed in his heart, and it's been there through his tenure at college. He's about ready to graduate, but he became an assistant musical director of a local church in his community where he was going to school and he's been filling that role ever since. So you see, even at a young age, Mariah was connected to his own soulful calling, and he's been there since 2009. Before we talk to him directly, I want you to listen to this original song that he wrote, produced and performed by himself. He calls this track, Fly Free. Listen to the angst in his words. I'm not sure how Mariah captured it. And I'm not sure how he labels his music. We'll talk about that after we listen to this song. But I kind of describe it as urban envy. Listen to it closely and see what you think. And then we'll talk to Mariah right after a small break.
0: free. Mm-hmm. With this guitar in my head You want to stay, but I don't So I got to go You fail to sway my motto Sorry, I fly so low I'm grooving better without your loving Doing better without you here See, girl, I need To fly free Welcome bada,
1: Jack,
2: <laughs> can you hear me? Hello?
1: Yeah, I can hear you now. It's like I'm like where uh, were you just enthralled with your own music?
2: <laughs> no, I was talking. It was strange. <laughs> but I was, was listening. I'm glad I, it was cool to hear.
1: Wasn't it great? You know, can you imagine? I have I have such a good life. I'm able to hear that music when um, Mariah and my son were working together on this music. It's beautiful, but Mariah, it has an angst to it. It <laughs> comes across like an old soul that knows what to write about. You know, what kind of music, What? how do you identify your own music? Oh,
2: that's a good question. Um, that's actually something I've been trying to do for a little bit now. Uh, I have a lot of different influences growing up. I was was into the indie scene, you know, a lot of that emo stuff. But at the same time, I had an ear for a lot of popular music at the same time, like whatever you would hear. Like it could be Michael Jackson to Prince to even some Britney Spears songs, if you will. It all went down to really whatever caught my ear and whatever kind of made me move, you know. I agree
1: with that because, you know, I've listened to your music transpose itself over and over and over the last couple of years, and it is kind of hard to put it in a category, which I think that is one of my favorite things about it, Mariah, it has its own persona that stands on itself, and then you have your soulful mix in there, and I've been talking about the last couple weeks, this common thread of all these songwriters that have this, like, soulful tone and calling inside of it. Do you feel like you've been called or have this soulful calling to do this in your own life?
2: No, I definitely do feel like I do have some sort of calling to do this music thing because it's always been the, the thing that I enjoyed to do, regardless of what type of day I had, what i was doing you know i would go home pick up the guitar play it and it's when i felt most comfortable it's when i felt most relaxed and and it doesn't even have to be with a guitar like i would if you give me a cup i'll start banging on it you know and (laughs) listening to see what type of sounds i can get from it so the guitar is like my instrument of choice to relay it but i know music is definitely it is a calling it's something that i feel like i'm meant to do
1: so what inspires you? I mean, I've seen you do that. You know, you pick up, like you said, a cup. It's a great example, actually. It's a good visual. But what inspires you to write and play like that? I mean, you're young, you know, relatively young, obviously, compared to the other songwriters that I've had that have years and years, but yet your music is comparable and could stand right beside these other musicians, what inspires you to write?
2: You know, I, Honestly, I don't want to sound cliche or simple, but I would say it's life. I, Whenever I'm writing, it can be I, – I I'm blessed to have a lot of good friends that I have great conversation with, and that's how I pass a lot of my time. I'm either playing music or hanging out with my friends and talking about things that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. And as we're talking about it, kind of trying to beat these things back and forth, figure out, you know, as much as we can about how to live in this life and in this world, you know, sometimes we come up with either mottos or sayings. And I found that I really wanted to sing about those things, you know, and relay them to other people in a melodic way.
1: What is What triggers you to write? One of the things that I asked the other artists before you was, can you give us a small process of how you compose music, how you write it? Does the lyrics come first? Does the words, you know, does the music come first? How you personally write and compose?
2: Oh well, one thing I'm finding, I'm actually I'm glad you asked that question because I've been trying to break down my writing process, and I'm finding that it either starts in two different ways. It can start with me just playing a guitar riff, picking it up playing a lot, messing around with it, and I could play it for even an hour until I decide what I like about it, what I don't like. And then in my head, there's also usually some melody kind of coming out and around that I can't usually fully hear, but the more I kind of relax and get into what I'm doing, I can start to hear it and start to become a reality. And um, before I know it, I'm singing it and playing it with words and everything.
1: Is it hard for you, or does it come easy? You know, is it a process that you have to toil over, or does it come fairly easy?
2: Um, it has its days where it, where it comes out and I can't even stop <laughs> yeah. it. It's just like an, like a waterfall of all these ideas, and all I can <laughs> yeah. do yeah pull out a notebook and record any little idea I can get. But other days, I'll be up <laughs> at 4 a.m. with a notebook with two words on a piece of paper completely dumbfounded, you know?
1: It drives so. you crazy, right? I mean, it, 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 <laughs> those kind of creative moments have no time slot. hmm Like they, you know, if they come to you, like you said, in the middle of the night, and you want to go back to sleep, but the ridiculous thing is, it never leaves your head, Mariah, to you get it down <laughs> somewhere, right?
0: Exactly.
1: I exactly. know. Oh, And it's like, could you you have it from, like, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. or 6 or 7 at least, where you can get some sleep?
2: Right. I think the key thing to remind yourself is that it will end. You don't know when it will, but eventually it will pass.
1: That's a good point. And I always figure, you know, I guess I can sleep later. If it's a manuscript for me or music for you, it doesn't take long because it's, like, right at the forefront of your brain. hmm
2: You don't have to be in your I, office to think about it.
1: I know it. And sometimes the office is not the best place either.
2: True.
1: Now, I know that you're going to college, but you have decided that you're going to follow this path after you graduate and really work to become a professional songwriter and... Really put your music out there. If you could have your heart's desire, Marai, what would it be in the world right now? What would be your favorite gig, or what do you see for yourself in the future?
2: Hmm, that is a great question. You know, Thank I think you. I would say. <laughs> oh no problem. I feel like I would say first off, I would start out with the basics. I would start out with the ability to support myself. Write and record my own music, preferably in my apartment, and be able to give that to anyone I see. Um, my goal isn't necessarily to be on TV or any of that stuff. It's really just to have people hear my music, people that are people that are willing to, have them able to hear it. As far as a gig, just where people are willing to listen to it and dance, you know, uh, preferably in a bigger city, though. I know that. I'm from a small town. I know I need to get to a larger area, so...
1: I love what you just said, because one of the things that I talked to Jay Craig's and I talked about in that show, and you know him because he produced your first CD, was we talked about, yeah, he's very good, isn't he? I enjoy him. I enjoy his music, but I enjoy his perspective on producing music just as much. And we were talking about young kids, don't take this wrong, Mariah, your age that get into the music industry to become famous. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you have a reasonable handle on the higher purpose for you going out to do music. And I like what I want to follow up with something you just said, which was I just want people to hear my music. Mm -hmm. How in the world did you get so responsible and mature about your music <laughs> at such a young age, that kind of goes against the grain of why other kids get in the music industry. Where do you how do you think you've got that?
2: Well, I think it stems from the fact that I don't I mean everybody enjoys making money because it helps you get other things that you may want. But the the joy i get from having my friends or close people listen to the music that i'm writing is so much larger than that because before i know it they'll have it stuck in their head and then they're singing it right next to me and then i'm i'm smiling and that's worth so much more than any check or any monetary device you know
1: isn't so, that true i mean with especially creative artists they always say do your craft first and the music will follow But people really don't believe it when you say that. But it really is true, Mariah. And you're already one step ahead because you've got that ingrained and that's the point of the exercise. And I also know that you're involved with your particular church at a very high level. Do you think your spirit, the soulful part of yourself is pretty grounded
2: Uh, Yeah, I would like to I'd like to think that I mean I know it's no coincidence That I ended up playing For this church I mean A lot of the things That I've learned Through the guitar Through singing About myself I learned while I was Playing at that church There were a lot of Great other musicians there That I was able to play with And um, Yeah I feel like Socially When it comes down to it I'm always the type of person That I think about how I feel When I go to sleep So the time when I go to sleep is when I sit And I'll dissect what I'm happy about what I'm not happy about And oftentimes that's what comes through in my music And ultimately that's It's like my vent, it's my channel That's how I make sure I go to sleep happy So I think that it it kind of is There's definitely a soulful foundation In that foundation
1: I'm so happy that you're a part of my family <laughs> like, yeah. I, you know, I I listen to you and I'm just amazed how grounded and mature, like I just said, that you are. But I look forward to watching your growth as a professional musician because I believe empathically that that is where your calling is. Do I think you're going to do other things? Of course I do, but I'm anxious to see where you end up in, let's say, 10 years from now, and watching your career unfold. I want to go back to this Fly Free song. How long ago did you write it, and how long did it take you in the creative process to do that?
2: Ooh, Fly Free. I wrote that song in January. Um, It took me, I mean, I was messing around with the guitarist, for a few weeks Trying to figure out how to play it But the actual lyrics and what it came down to I was playing that riff at the church <laughs> And mm-hmm. somebody <laughs> And the pianist said You know that song reminds me of Just being independent And enjoying your independence In, in the sense that it gives you a chance To really look at yourself And find yourself So I decided to write a song about How you need some free time every once in a while To recharge
1: And do you think that's the hardest thing for creative artists to do? I think it's so hard to turn your brain off, but I think music and writing comes through when you allow yourself some quiet time. I know you're a busy student and, and wrapping that part of your life up. What advice would you give as a young artist to other artists that are at your same level and really wanting to go for it, what kind of advice and inspiration could you give to them that they keep going like you do?
2: I think I would advise them first is to, if you find something that you like musically or in your trade, don't be afraid to, to look into it. You know, sometimes people will find something or a genre of music that they thought they wouldn't have. Listen to otherwise, and then they're really just blocking their own blessings or opportunities in that sense. You know, I would say stay open to all types of music, stay true to yourself, remember to enjoy practicing, and to do it. Just practice like you're playing.
1: That's great advice. Um, do you practice every day, then, Marai?
2: Um, I end up playing the guitar every day. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just do? up up and for. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll play it. I'll pick it up even for 20 seconds and then put it down, or I'll pick it up for 20 minutes or two hours. You know, it's it's really random. If you have some people that are around me when I play, but there are also days where I'll go, times where I'll go two, three, four days without being able to play. But by then, I'm usually itching to play. It doesn't usually go well if I try to last longer than a day or two.
1: <laughs> you can't do it. The the soul <laughs> just needs that energy. That's like I got to get back there. I can understand that. I know that you're relatively new, but I, is there any way that people can get a hold of your music or find your music somewhere? What's going on with that, and where are you at in that process?
2: Well, right now, as I'm, since I'm getting ready to graduate, I decided to focus a lot on my technique and writing phase right now, as well as my performing okay. live. As far as actual recordings, uh, unfortunately, I don't have many to offer you as of yet. But my plan is to, over the summer, early summer, to have more recordings out for a demo and then, by the end of the year, come out with at least an EP.
1: That's a great idea. I like that idea. I know you had something on YouTube. Is it still up there? I know you said it was pretty raw, but I watched it, Mariah, and I liked the vulnerability and the rawness of it. Is it still up there
2: Um, Actually, no, it's not But I'm considering reposting that I was actually going to revamp that within the next week Well, could
1: you do that So we can So the rest of us can see it I mean, I've seen it a couple (laughs) times Because I'm one of your biggest fans But the Mm. point of the exercise is To get your music out um, How do they find I'm not a big YouTuber, sorry How do you find that Can you post it in the next week or so
2: I definitely can, and when I do, I'll send you all of that information for that.
1: Okay. And Um, is it under Benagi? Is that how you find it? Yeah, that will be. Okay. Can you spell your entire name for us? I know that there's simplicity stuff out there, and they can find it at my website, but could you go ahead and just spell your name so people know how to find you?
2: Absolutely. It is M-A-R-A-I. That's my first name. And my last name is B-I-N-A-G-I.
1: Thank you. I know that people are going to be doing a lot of Google searches on you at some point in the world.
2: <laughs> I will. I'm <laughs> You'll excited get thousands of hits. <laughs> I'm eager to send you all the information.
1: Oh, I would love that. You know, and the other thing is that you have a good support system. You talked about that earlier The people around you really get you, and I like that. You have friends that are really open and spiritual, and you have family that really support you. So shout out to all those supporters of Mariah, because I know he's going to go far. And we're enjoying watching you grow into your own. So thank you, Mariah. Keep going.
2: Thank you very much, and thanks for having me.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Next week, I'm going to finish up this series with another soulful songwriter of the future. Her name is McKenna, and I've worked with her also in the last couple of years and watched her grow. My idea was that I would have one young man and one young woman. She's a country singer, and she's been writing her own music and original lyrics for a long time, And she's starting to be real popular in the Chicago area as well. So I want you to join me next week to listen to the last part of this series, Soulful Songwriters with McKenna. But between now and then, I want you to remember this. Change doesn't have to be difficult, but it is necessary to grow. I'll see you the same time, same place, high noon blog talk radio change already
2: thanks for joining jillian today don't miss her famous at-home personal enrichment lessons you can complete them on your own time to accelerate your personal change they're simple and nothing like you've experienced before just like jillian warm and fuzzy with an attitude so change already